0: This is the Busy Blokes podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. G'day, welcome to the Busy Blokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4, where we give you health hacks, tips, and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier, happier, and stronger than ever. We're coming to you this season live from the Digital Loop Podcast Studio on Beaufort Street here in Mount Lawley. It's going to be open to everyone in April 2023, but we're lucky enough to be here recording early because we're absolute flat stick legends. If you're a content creator or freelancer, make sure you get in touch with the Digital Loop team, and they'll sort you out. Check out their social pipes at Digital Loop Australia. And speaking of flat stick legends, health coach extraordinaire Christian Huggins is in the house once again.
1: Fella, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. Much better than last week. Um, we received another kick in the nuts uh, with the house build. The uh, plumbers <laughs> hooked up a couple of stormwater drains into the rain tank or towards the rain tank, which shouldn't be getting hooked up there. So it's another another issue. But I'm doing I'm doing a lot better. You know, two major life things, one after the other, with um, the house moving into the house and the uh, wedding in March. Probably not the best decision to tie them so close, but we didn't realise <laughs> <laughs> we'd be would be inching these close to each other. But we're doing all right. We're just chipping away. Um, you know, we've itemised things, got a bit of a list going, and just. You know, just checking them off as we go. Um, some positive news. Um, I mentioned a couple episodes that I decided to do a bit of a mini cut. So I think I started – as I think I weighed myself on a high day that day, but I was about 82.8. And then I've dropped into the high 80s as my lower. so just under 81. So in the last three or four weeks, kind of dropping around 500 grams a week, it's probably a bit um, – it's a bit rapid on the weight loss side of things um, considering my size. So I probably could have gone a bit slower, but I haven't felt hungry. Who cares? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I want to say. <laughs> I but like the rapid side of things because <laughs> it benefits me a bit better. Yeah but hey um, each to their own yeah each to their own but like you know I've, I've just been like i haven't been weighing measuring or tracking my food or anything like that it's just i've stopped eating like an asshole stopped having scoop of <laughs> scoops of peanut butter out of the jar and like over <laughs> overdoing my portion sizes so i just kind of tidy up those things tighten the screws a little bit and um the way it starts coming off, but that's the beauty of kind of getting to this stage, I guess, is you don't have to be super, super diligent on top of things. It feels a bit more natural once you've done a few years of kind of tracking and measuring and weighing and all that sort of sort of you know that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll see if I can get maybe towards. 80 or just below 80 and then I'll, I'll do a bit of a mini bulk and come back up. So what's the goal weight for you? I just Can't wanted remember. to – uh, yeah, well, I didn't really have a goal <laughs> weight. It was just like I think I was thinking I'll, I'll crack 80, you know, I'll get into the yeah, 79.9 or, yeah. or if I hit 80, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking I might maybe next week do a bit of like a, a mini bulk so I'll kind of go back up to maintenance or a surplus so eat a bit more food, just train a little harder and then kind yeah. of go back into a cut. So interrupting that kind of diet with a bit of a refeed. So, And what are you this week? Uh, I'd, I'd hit 80 – uh, point eight. Oh, so you nearly yeah, there? Yeah, so two kilos. Yeah, yeah, very close. yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yes. He's found the buttons. I had eight to choose from as well. And you actually chose that's good.
0: It wasn't that. Um, wow. For those wondering, uh, we've this is episode four, and we've just realised that our fancy new uh, road caster uh, mixer, which is where our microphones and whatnot is plugged into, it's what records. this great. Uh, podcast. Uh, it has sound effects.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Give us another give us another one. Nice. Oh, that's a cheer. It's the same. Um, hang on, what else we got here? Ooh, spooky aliens. Hang on, I'll unidentified flying objects. Yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I need that on my side every so, time you yeah, do something. Correct.
0: Yeah. Um I'm the king of the gags in this podcast, <laughs> so I'll um I'll uh, <laughs> I'll be in control Keep of how dangerous. You can't. <laughs> Um, Blisters on your fingers. Correct. Correct. Uh, A little loss for me this week. uh, Down to ninety-three point two. So only a two hundred gram loss, which is quite kind of funny because I thought I had a better week. Mm -hmm. Just overall was um, was eating well, uh, moving well. uh, Still the only only the two hundred gram loss. So. not disappointed yeah. still still heading in the right direction um
1: so we'll, we'll monitor that yeah okay. next <laughs> week. completely fine completely yeah. fine and completely natural you know you're going to have slow days slow weeks slow months and stuff like that and sometimes it'll pick up and speed you yeah this the scale is always going to spike dip and plateau i think i've mentioned this ad nauseum last um <laughs> season um but it is completely natural so you just stay the course and you just keep chugging along did something
0: pretty fun on the weekend went for a hike Ooh. haven't been for a hike in maybe forever, mm. maybe year 12 out to red camp. Oh, it's that long. <laughs> so, uh, Get what are we? out. He's <laughs> back in action. <laughs> Portable Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that set off from Georgenson Park in Kalamunda. I'm uh, mentioning that because apparently it's one of the few hike trails that you can take dogs Oh, so if that's a bit of a
1: prompt for the listeners. Yeah, eh? that's if, you, cool.
0: if you're keen on a, a bit of a bushwalk, I uh, highly recommend. It's pretty cool. You get some really nice views of the valley uh, to the right-hand side of Calamunda, looking back at the city. Um, but the again, I've sort of bummed someone else's smartwatch for a bit of, for a few stats. A bit of data. <laughs> for a bit of data. So apparently, according to uh, Martin's smartwatch, we did 7Ks yeah uh 7.1 ks in one hour 27 minutes Ooh. so I thought that was pretty good yeah very um, speedy apparently 73 flights of stairs uh, which means because I've hacked my pissing in recent weeks <laughs> I reckon I cracked the ton for flights of stairs last week Yeah,
1: a <laughs> <Race to> bat you'll <laughs> <laughs> be you teaching to use that one uh, this is not going to become a regular <laughs> thing surely. <laughs>
0: Uh, So that was pretty exciting. Um, I saw a really funny looking dog. Um, It was the best described as like a a tall sausage dog. So it was probably, uh, it came up to my calf. So it's not like (laughs) it really, it wasn't a small dog, but it wasn't wasn't a medium sized dog. It was like a small to medium dog, Uh, long like a sausage, Uh, but it had this head on it. It was like Kind of like Sharpe looking, so it was like a tall sausage dog <laughs> that had just eaten four bees, because <laughs> his little mouth and nose was just looked hell swollen, oh. so that was pretty fun, um, and also we had coffee uh, nice. and brunch after the hike uh, in Calamunda and- they need to sort out their portion sizing. They are Whoa. very...
1: I thought this was going to be another little shout-out. You like to give shout-outs, but I do. can was, we name and
0: shame? It was the EGC Cafe, which stands Fucking for EGC. something. Uh, something ground coffee, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, right. um, Ethiopian. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> they were very generous with their portion <laughs> sizes, particularly their coffees. Uh, a few of the iced lattes that were coming out were in like takeaway um, cups the size of like a large Macca's soft drink cup. No way. Yeah, it's huge. Jumba Jumba. Jumba. Iced coffees uh, I didn't go for that. I went for a banana smoothie added cacao powder and chia oh. seeds Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought you might if be the, proud of me
1: yeah. <laughs> If only the <laughs> listeners could see your big cheesy grin as you go to push that button. Eh, it's <laughs> <So> a <laughs> That's good. I can't
0: believe it's taken us no. <laughs> four weeks to find that thing. Uh, yeah. So that was that was fun. That was interesting over yeah. the weekend. Um, otherwise, yeah. Um, stay tuned as well for some lawn porn coming soon. Ooh, I. Um, You've been out. I air raiding the front grass. The turf. correct. So I I have a. Um, Uh, a Ryobi battery, which goes for like – it fits into five different tools. Yep. It goes into the lawnmower. (laughs) But um, what I'm finding is it's not a very big um, front lawn that I've got. It's probably 11 square metres, 12 (laughs) square (laughs) metres. But my grass is so lush and spongy, like the battery-powered lawnmower is struggling to cut it. Oh. It's so thick and lush. Um, so I'm just trying to get it where it's like immaculate. It's probably about 85% uh, of the way there at the moment. So stay tuned to the social pipes uh, on Insta at Busy Blokes Podcast. And uh, you can see some unreal lawn porn. It's also been very hot. So it's not looking as green as it has in recent weeks uh still green uh we met our neighbors for the first time who even though they moved in next door 3 months ago yeah and i was just out the front watering my plants in my t-shirt and jocks which i <laughs> like to do um and it was like 5:30 in the evening i was like i'm not going to see anyone and then they decided to introduce themselves t-shirt and jock and I was just standing there yeah. <laughs> hand on hip <laughs> watering my, my leg new up lily on pillies, the R, yeah.
1: yeah
0: in my jocks yeah. so yeah, so it's been a very, very fun and interesting week. You've been all over the <laughs> At shop. At my end, uh, should we get stuck in, uh, get down to business this week, Christian? What
1: are, what are we jumping into? We are talking about mental health and how to challenge your negative thoughts today. Some real actionable stuff. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff we spoke about in season one. Will positively affect your mental health, you know, good nutrition, hydrating properly, limiting your alcohol, setting and reaching goals, your sleep, managing stress, exercising, walking outside, all that stuff will definitely positively affect your mental health. But today we're going to talk about like getting in charge or taking charge of like your mindset. All right, Christian, down to business,
0: uh, all things mental health today. Now we're sort of building on what we spoke about last
1: season, right? Mm. Well, yes. Yeah, so last season, like I said, we've, we've got all these awesome topics that just inadvertently positively affect your mental health, getting good sleep, eating the right foods, um, hydrating, you know, getting outside, getting some sunshine and fresh air, managing your stress is huge. Like, so all those things positively affect your mental health. Um, but there's this um, quote that I like from Daniel Amen, who's like a brain mindset doctor. He says, don't believe everything you hear even in your own mind. Oh, that's Ooh. profound. Yeah, cryptic and profound. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good timing. That's good. I might have a future in no, this mind. game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. we, every, every day. <laughs> got him. Yeah, got me. You know, laughing's good for your mental health as well, guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, being a dickhead. Anywhere, uh, each day, we think anywhere from 60 to 70,000 plus thoughts per day on average. A lot of those are habitual, same thoughts we've had day in and day out. And a lot of those thoughts are also uh, automatic negative thoughts, or ants for short. So you can think Ah. about these ants like ants at a picnic one ant's not so bad, you know, you just flick it off, two ants, uh, flick them off. But as soon as you get like a swarm of ants, they start overrunning o- overrunning the picnic and they mm. ruin the fucking picnic, right? Yep. Or so- my garden. Or <laughs> your garden. So if you don't challenge your automatic negative thoughts, if you just run yourself on autopilot all the time, they end up ruining your kind of life and how your perspective and how you view the world and, and everything around you. So, this kind of negative thinking it rewires your neural ne- networks in your brain. It strengthens pathways to make us more likely to continue seeing the glass as half, dem- uh, half empty rather than half full. And at Daniel Amon's clinic, Dr. Daniel Amon's clinic, he does brain imaging work on lots of different things, but he's done it on like uh, negative thinking in particular and it shows that feeling bad and thinking negatively can actually affect the brain's structure, shape and size of certain yeah, right. areas as well. Yeah. Um, it can reduce activity in an area that involves self-control, judgment and planning. So reduced activity in those areas, um, increase the odds of making bad decisions, which leads to more ants, which makes you feel worse. And it's just this downward spiral of just going worse and worse and worse. Um, And the more you allow those ants or the automatic negative thoughts to stick around in your head, the more likely you are to feel anxious, depressed, angry and the higher chances are having troubles at work, relationships, at school or uni. So you can see how letting yourself run an oil pile and let these ants ruin your life is, is definitely not ideal.
0: So let me get this straight. Those automatic negative thoughts can actually change this, you know, the structure of your brain, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 for those at home playing along, you know, if you go into Google and type in Daniel Amen, uh, brain imaging work, you can actually go onto his website and see different pictures and you can see that, uh, the brain who, of, of, of someone who is thinking negatively, who's pessimistic, who's, um, you know, all that sort of stuff their brain is actually like atrophied in certain areas, wow. like smaller in certain areas, it's bumpy, it's like gross kind of looking, whereas the one that is um, more kind of optimistic, grateful, positive thinker, it's kind of robust and it's healthy. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, it does take a, a, a while, it's not something you can just snap your, magic, your fingers and magically, you know, solve overnight, but the more you practice it, the better you get. And being a positive thinker, you've obviously got more happiness, greater optimism, higher levels of resilience, better productivity and success, you're more motivated, you're less stressed, bolstered immune better quality sleep and much, much more. So it pays to, to be someone who thinks positively and you can get there with practice. It's not just like a, a, a thing you're born with. What are some of the automatic negative thoughts like types? Okay, so Daniel Amon, um coined uh, seven types of ants. So we're going to go through those seven um, now. And what i like you to do, Bats, and possibly those people at home as well, just have a think about which of these types of automatic negative thoughts um, run rampant in your head the most. Um, It'll help you when we get to the point um, in later in today's conversation about how you defeat the ants or crush the ants, because if if you're able to identify them, it just makes it a bit easier. So the first one are all or nothing ants. And these type of negative thoughts, they think in absolutes, like things are all good or they're all bad. So these thoughts use words like all, always, never, none, nothing, no one, everyone or every time. So it's like, no one ever listens to me or this always happens to me or nothing ever goes right. And everyone's going to think I'm or, you know, no one else seems to have this problem. So they think in those absolutes things are all good or all bad. The second type of negative thoughts are just the bad ants and they can't see anything good and seek, the bad, seek out the bad side of everything. So they can find mistakes and sort of root out problems and even the most drama free kind of situation so you know we went down south but i got sunburnt so it sucked or we, we went and watch the eagles play but it rained most of the time we were and we got soaked or i went out for dinner with the girls last night but the drink holder tasted like shit and the waiter was pretty rude so it could be a good situation but they seek out and find that little bad kind of moment and make that kind of cloud the cloud the rest of it the third one is guilt beating ants so these thinking words like should must ought to need to or have to And guilt when it comes to like um, behavior is generally not a a helpful motivator of behavior. Um, It often backfires and can be counterproductive to your goals. So it's like, I should give up sugar or I really need to stop snacking all these crappy foods. I have to get off my ass and start going to the gym. Um, I need to quit spending so much money on alcohol. Like that kind of negativity, like I think in the first episode of last season, we talked about like goals that pull you towards something more desirable rather than pushing away the negative. So if you think about things that one you wanna to move towards and focus on those, it's usually far more positive than doing this kind of guilt beating talk. The next type of labeling, uh, next type of negative thoughts is labeling ants. And these attach negative labels to yourself or other people, which boxes people or into a group that you've subconsciously created, which is like, you know, if you call someone an asshole for example for example you basically lump that person in your mind with all the other assholes you've ever known and you're able, you're unable to uh, deal with them in a reasonable way because it kind of inhibits your ability to see people and situations for what they really are the next one is fortune teller ants and pretty much how you, you might think. Um, fortune teller ants think they can see into the future and they often predict the worst possible outcome for every situation. This was what was ruminating in my head, probably one of the most ones. I'd p- project myself into fake future scenarios that often were never gonna come true anyway. Um, but it's like, you know, I'm gonna blow my exams, I'm never gonna get into uni or we're gonna lose this game for sure or this date is gonna go terribly. Um, I'm going to bungle this speech and no one's going to want me to speak it ever again. Um, and these kind of thoughts sometimes become like self-fulfilling prophecies. Like we live into what that thought is, is we're imagining that thought because we're focusing so much on it. The second last one is mind reader ants. Um, think they can see inside someone else's mind to know what they're thinking. You know, Did you see the way she looked at me? I can tell she's mad at me. Uh, he's so disappointed that this happened, I can already tell. Um, her tone of voice was off. I must've done something to piss her off. Like these can cause lots of trouble in relationships in particular. I teach these kids to the kids at school all the time. Like, you never know what's going on in someone else's life, someone else's head or anything like that, so you can't always make these assumptions of what's going on. It's far better just to go ask. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just, just figure out what's going on rather than making these assumptions and doing these mind-reading techniques. I think that's a big one in the workplace too. Mm.
0: You know, everybody's job is the most important thing to them and yep. when sometimes either your boss or a colleague, you know, doesn't engage with something that you might have brought to the table, Um, promptly, Mm. Um, it's probably because they've got so much other shit on their plate and they're worrying about so many other things. Um, I I, I used to do that a lot. I I would worry about, um, oh, you know, they don't have time for me, you yeah. know, or this is a shit idea or whatever it is, um, but it's actually because they've got a thousand things
1: yeah. that they need to do at the time. And you can see how just in that specific moment, you have one little thought that starts it yeah. off and then it's like a domino effect and you follow that trail for probably like 10, 15, <laughs> 20 minutes and then it comes yeah, back yeah. again an hour later and you start thinking about it again. So you have to learn to interrupt that pattern, which we'll get to shortly after this very last ant, which is known as blaming ants. So when things go wrong, these kind of negative thoughts are quick to pass the responsibility. He did it, she did it. It's not my fault. It's your fault. So these kind of thoughts don't want you to admit. You don't want you to admit your mistakes or learn how to fix things and make them right. Um, they want you to be the victim, and they can be extremely, extremely toxic. I hate blaming ants. So I want you to have a bit of a think. So I'll kind of just list them off again. We've got blaming ants, mind reader ants, fortune teller ants, labeling ants, guilt beating, just the bad or all or nothing ants. What do you reckon, bats and listeners at home? You can kind of have a think as well. What do you reckon? Are the is the one or the two that kind of stick around in your head. Most um,
0: often? For mine, it was the guilt beating ant, mm. big time. Um, you almost wrote down exactly what um, I often think about. Mm. I need to. I need to stop snacking on chocolate. I need to get off my ass and and move a bit more. I need to. You know, I should be doing this. I should be going to the gym. You know, I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Mm. That a lot. Um, throughout this process, it's um, the the positive thing is you know. We're changing old behaviours and yep. creating new new habits. So it's becoming less and less, um, but it still it still creeps in, mm. it still creeps in big time. But um, that's I would just make up excuses for for not eating right, for not moving right, yeah, uh, or op, more often enough, um, and just yeah, guilt beat myself up about it,
1: kind of shaming yourself afterwards. Yeah, big time. And it's interesting with negative thoughts. Like, would you ever talk to your partner like that? no yeah (laughs) (laughs) would you ever talk to like someone you love how you and oftentimes when i say that to some clients they're like "Fuck! i would never say that to my daughter or my wife or my mum." like you give yourself the worst criticisms like you slob like stop eating so much chocolate you need to get up on the freaking couch like you would never speak like that to someone else (laughs) you would kind of focus on something more positive or like come on let's go try this so like we need to start kind of re-scripting that in our head like oh shit like Maybe I need to start working out because I actually love and care for myself, not because I'm a fat slob and need to stop yeah. doing this. It's like you know, <laughs> I actually I actually care for myself and want to care for myself like I am care for someone that I love. You know what I mean? So that's just one way. But we'll get into like with defeating that like these negative thoughts. Like I said, it's not like snap your fingers and it all kind of goes away and it's it's done. You just got to stop being on autopilot. If we never challenge our thoughts, we simply just believe them and the ants rule our brain, and they rule our life. So we've got to start challenging that negativity with rational and honest thinking. And that can be such a powerful tool that can prove our brain function, boost our mood and just enhance our life and our goals, like our success of reaching our goals. And it's all about changing or interrupting that loop. It's about shifting our perspective. So I kind of look at it as like doing mental judo. So you've got this like circle going around, you know, constantly. It's just a cycle of negative thinking, negative thinking, and we need – I'm doing hand gestures here at the moment, which, bad, I can see, but the <laughs> listeners can't see. It's kind of a picture, but imagine grabbing that thought by its arm and flipping it over your shoulder or flipping it into something yeah. more positive. If you just let it kind of go around and around and around and around, it's never going to stop and you're just on autopilot. So you need to interrupt that loop, grab that thought and flip it into something more more positive.
0: I remember we spoke about last season, um, you know, we're always so good at giving other people great advice and and love and, yeah. <laughs> and nice niceties, yeah. uh, but it doesn't come back the, the other way.
1: No, nah, it's so got to be reciprocated. Got to flip it. Yeah, it's like, like the, it. uh, you know, put your own oxygen mask on yeah. in the airplane. Like, you do want to care for your people around you, but you've got to put yours on first before you care for others. So you should speak to yourself like you care for yourself. You should look after yourself like you lo- you want to look after yourself. So um, so how do we choke slam these negative ants? Yeah, so we powerbomb the fuck out of these ants. <laughs> by. <laughs> and so it's a three-step process, okay? So if we leave these unchallenged thoughts, these, these thoughts unchallenged, they just control our brains. So we have to, have to get back into the pilot seat and start driving again. So the first step is to notice the thought as it arises. So you might have had the thought going around in your head for the last 30 seconds or 40 seconds, whatever it is, but as soon as you check in, that's and usually that's enough right there. Just that awareness of like mm. checking in and kind of like. Oftentimes, I don't know if you've been like this, but like a thought pops into your head and it says something fucking random and you're like, like who who's actually saying that or <laughs> thinking like that? You. Yeah, yeah, you're like, is <laughs> that even me? Like, So, so sometimes you just got to notice that thought as it arises. I like to tell teach clients to take a deep breath. So just, you know, deep breath through the nose. And then number two, you want to think about what type of ant species it is. Like, is it the blaming one? Is it the fortune teller one? That helps to give it a bit of a label and a name. I've moved on to now and I kind of teach clients to go on there. So it's easy to go. It's an easy way to think about it. All right, what type of ant am I speaking to at the moment? Because it brings that kind of rational, logical side in there. But I try to teach clients to maybe give it a name. So like, you know, Jeffrey, Jacob, (laughs) like just some bastard part (laughs) of you or something like that. You're just like, I'll see you there, Jacob, like talking like that. Sit Um, down, Jacob. (laughs) Yes. And number three is to talk back at it. So you notice a thought, take a deep breath, Think about what type of ant it is or give it the name, like, i oh, I see you there. And then number three is to talk back at it. So talking back at the ant usually takes away its power. And talking back at it, I mean, like, you know, challenge that thought with something more positive, supportive or optimistic. You can use humor. Like, now I just laugh. Like, I'm just like, far out that was a weird thought that popped in my head. <laughs> um, you can use yet statements. Like, you know, I haven't been accepted for a job yet, but if I keep putting out resumes, I'll be sweet. You know what I mean? So using those kind of yet statements or you can just be rational with it. You know, sometimes our thoughts are so irrational. So it's just challenging the thought with, Positivity, humour, optimism, rational thinking, yet statements. I think a great
0: example of that is <laughs> when we started the podcast today <laughs> and I just could not it took me four goes to get our little the intro, intro <laughs> out. And I was verbalising. I was like, Come on, Jake, you dickhead. Yeah. Like, read what's in front of you. Yeah. It's there. You read it last week. Yeah. You're like it's fine, rather than me going, I should have just choke slammed that those things. Those, <laughs> those thoughts <laughs> those straight thoughts away. Had a Come on, mate. Deep breath. <laughs> open your mouth. You've got project, this.
1: Project, project yeah. and uh, you're fine. Yeah. You've done this before. You've smashed yeah. this before. It's just <laughs> one of those days, you know what I mean? You start having bit that rational thinking. It's like, fuck, yeah. it's so easy to get angry at yourself or upset or start blaming or be guilty about yeah. things. But it's like, just take a pause, take a breath and be like, fuck, I've done this before. I'm sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give it another go or yeah. just have a bit of a laugh.
0: Goss, is there is there anything else we can do to fight the ants? Yeah, my number one. um, Which is what I'm doing now. Like the ants are like got little um, army
1: hats on and. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Different different colored ants, yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Yeah, my number one um, positive thinking, positive mental health, bang for your buck strategy. I think just for everything, right? For such little time invested and little energy invested, it gives you such positive rewards. Um, and that's developing an attitude of gratitude. So just being grateful, like there's many words you can use to describe gratitude, like being appreciative or thankful or you know, respectful, positivity, like being optimistic, like attitude is just uh, – gratitude, sorry, is just doing things and saying things that you are grateful for, things you are thankful for. So you getting pissed off about doing the, <laughs> the intro before. yeah. yeah. Fuck! I'm just grateful that I even get to speak into this mic and yeah. have all this technology around me. And you know, we're getting to get into this place early enough to actually yes, do this fucking recording. Big time. Like, you know, I've got we've got computers here. I've got fresh drinking water right next to me. I'm looking outside; the sun's coming. Like, there's so many yeah. things to be grateful for. And you got a great Wu Tang shirt on. I've got a fucking awesome. Yeah. You have got a sick mustache. <laughs> and I just love you. <laughs> you can see, like, um, there's a there's a really cool documentary out um, that Joni Hill created about his. Um, his therapist, yep. it's called Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. And it's just, it's really interesting because that is he just kind of takes you into Stutz's world and yep. like the the little um, strategies he gives clients and stuff like that, he's, he's, yeah, people go in there. And um, one of the things he does is called the Grateful Flow. And I thought it was really cool, but pretty much he gets Jonah and he probably gets to his clients to do is like, you know, think about some things that he's really grateful for with his eyes closed. Um, and you can, you, know, you can see Jonah getting a little kind of upturned on his lips, like he's getting a bit smiley. And he keeps telling him to think about things, think about things, and then just before he's about to think about the next thing, he says, stop. And he can feel this, you can kind of feel the gratitude coming up in you. It's like excitement or yeah, happiness. Yeah, yeah. And it's just interesting, like all you need to do is think about some cool things <laughs> and you start, you start to feel ha- happy or like, <laughs> yeah. Anger, you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. It's fucking impossible. So like gratitude can just like smash all of these kind of negative mental health effects or these negative mental effects or these negative thoughts um, right out of the water. So there's different ways to be grateful, but like grateful people, they have way stronger relationships. They're more likely to be optimistic and empathetic. Um, They get sick less often. So uh, studies actually show that. Uh, they enjoy high-quality sleep. They improve their heart health. Studies will show they're more likely to exercise as well. Like, it's literally the most powerful emotion in the world. And if you can train your brain to be grateful for every single thing that happens, when it happens, you'll be the happiest person on, person on earth. So it is about shifting perspective a lot of the times. Like, you pop your tire on the side of the roads, road and you're stuck somewhere. It's... <laughs> got to start shifting your perspective. Yeah, <laughs> like dumb. you had a car anyway, like you had RAC, you got your phone to call someone, all that sort of stuff. It might be a nuisance, but learning to kind of shift your perspective in the moment and be grateful is, is freaking awesome. So there's lots of ways to practice gratitude. Um, one of them is to say it out loud, kind of like what we were just doing then, like just yeah. kind of going back and forth. I love doing that before like dinner or before breakfast and doing it with your partner or your roommates or something like that. Um you can say it out loud to your partner before bed, you know, what were you grateful for that happened to you today? And it's a nice way to kind of ease into sleep as well. Um yeah, Chloe and I've um
0: started doing notes. Yeah. Because uh, of my work, shift work with um at six PR, I'm either waking up several hours before her yeah. or um she I'm coming home from work as she's going to bed sort of thing. So yeah, we do the little love notes, not every day. Um, That's awesome though, man. But it's often enough and um, now we've just got this like humongous um, pile of notes on the fridge. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Needing to upgrade a magnet. It's (laughs) it's not handling it. That's really fun. Etch etch a sketch or something. And it gets you thinking about you you obviously love your significant other Mm. but actually writing it down, Mm. the reasons why you love that person, why you appreciate them, it's like – it's not only making them feel good, but it reminds
1: you like-
0: It's like a two how, for one. Yeah, 100%. Yes. <laughs> buy one, get one free. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's, laughs>
1: no, that's that's awesome. And you've, you've kind of started ticking off a few of the things that I've got on my list here of how to, how to like express gratitude, but bringing other people along for the ride, getting more in detail sometimes and the notes thing, like it's so, you never know what someone's going to need on that day. Like that person wakes up and- just feels really shitty. They've got those negative thoughts running around their head and they just can't seem to interrupt that loop or they're just on autopilot and all of a sudden she sees that note from you yep. or like Sophie used to leave some of my lunchbox sometimes. It's like, oh, that's a little delightful little thing to start <laughs> my lunch life. with. Yeah, good life. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, but one of, the, one of the easiest ways to express gratitude is to write a list of things you feel grateful for in life each morning. Um, you can just do one to three things and it's bonus points if you repeat this before bed too. And this is, gives you all those benefits that I outlined before, like stronger heart health, um, better sleep, you get sick less often and all that sort of stuff. Um, you can Your list can include like tangible shit, like people, places and events, as well as like more abstract things, um, like a particular feeling you experienced in a situation or something like that, small and big. Um, you can do like, I feel grateful for, you know, a comfortable bed to sleep in each night or my, I'm grateful that my partner cleaned out our house before I came home from work um i feel grateful that i have enough money to pay the plumber to come and fix the leak like you know get lots of there's lots to be grateful for and sometimes especially when you get started it might be harder to seek things out you're having to think really hard but the more you do it the easier it gets i'm grateful for the pen that i'm writing with i'm grateful for this bed that i'm leaning on while i'm writing my list you know you can start to think about the big and small
0: i love this next one reach out to someone special in your life once a week yeah um, I had the thought the other week that we've uh, had a few mates, shout out to Rory listening. Oh. He's moved over east uh, in the last few years and um, I reckon every fortnight I'm like, got a message Rory. Yeah. Got a message Rory. He's like one of my best mates. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he lives in Melbourne now doesn't mean like – can't check in, um, yeah. you know, have a chat, have a phone call, Send whatever a meme. it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Send you a know? song. Think you, you, you listen to a song and you're like, fuck, it reminds me of that person. Send yeah. them a link to the song. This made me think about you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people <laughs> people like being recognized and acknowledged and stuff like that. Um, or, you know, take it a step further and reach out to that person once a week or once a day or to someone in your phone list. Like go down to your messages and scroll right down to the bottom. Who haven't i messaged in a long time and just flick that person a message and you can either just start a conversation or express gratitude like send a text just saying like you know thankful for our friendship no we haven't caught up in a while but you know i'm really grateful for all the laughs you gave you know we've had over the years or whatever it might be like that could be the one thing that person needed that day
0: i sent um uh, a good friend of mine eloise who i studied with at uni uh now lives in sydney mm. and um while we we're at uni she was doing roller derby yeah, nice. That's, is that even in Australia? Sick. So un- super underground. Like, yeah. super niche sport. Yeah. Um, but I saw a video on um, an Instagram reel today. It was like roller derby from the 1980s. And it was this guy just like fly kicking his sick. opponent. It was unreal. It was just like guys with concussion all over the. CTE. CTE. CTE all over the roller derby track. And I was like, this made me think of you today. <laughs> I'm grateful for you and she's your like, niche yeah, sports. She's like, yeah, pretty much the same except we uh, roll a derby <laughs> on a flat track and I was like, yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It was good fun. Yeah, nice. And I felt great for about 20 minutes after yeah, that. Yeah, just sparking conversations. You know? Having a bit of a laugh. Um, the next way to express gratitude is to express it aloud before meals. So, you know, after sitting down at the table before you start eating, um, it's a good way to do it, especially if you have like a young family. As a parent, there's, like, I've got a few clients and have a couple parents that I know listen to this, like, Go around your table and ask your kids just to say one thing and your wife, and you model it as well as, as the dad or the mum. But, like, you know, what's one thing you're grateful for today? You know, you know, I'm grateful that I got to sit down and have dinner with you guys. Or I'm grateful that, you know, we've got stuff to, to cook, cook, food to cook that's in the fridge. Or, you know, I'm grateful that um, uh, we got to go for a walk around the park after school. I got to come pick you up from school. And then the kids can start to say, you know, I'm grateful that i got to go down the slide with my friend or you know i got to do this at school or whatever it is so they start to think about things in their day that actually they're thankful for
0: that's super important i think is having that conversation i'm not a parent um Mm. but i can imagine having your child thinking about gratitude from an early age yeah the the benefit of that (laughs) going forward like would be astronomical surely because i don't i don't remember
1: thinking about you know, being grateful when I was a kid. I was an ungrateful little shit. Yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> yeah, privileged. Yeah. You know? And and your parents kind of point it out every now and then. You're like, um, you might say something hell rude to them and they're like, you should be grateful for this yeah, yeah. stuff. But like, that's, like, that's like, that's the wrong way to go. You never told me it. what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that word mean? <laughs> and you can, yeah, you can, you can, um, you can even, if you're kids, you can, you can not dumb it down, but you can, you can reduce it to, you know, you don't have to say, this is what gratitude does for your heart health and your vasodilate, like, you know, <laughs> big things. But like, you could be like, you know, um, what are you happy about today? Or what, are you, what are you thankful for? Who's a friend that you really enjoyed playing with today? Like just getting to think about positive things in their day and kind of really highlight them and be like, oh, that's awesome. Or because it gives them that, that strength that when they fail at a test or an exam or do shit on their TER or they get turned down for the soccer team or the football team. They can better switch their perspective in the moment, like oh, you know, at least I gave it a shot, or mm. you know, I can try out for you know team two, or yeah. I can try out next year. I just yeah. I just haven't over made the, the team yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, the next way to do it, or you can p- express gratitude, is to dig deeper. And so once a week, make a list of three things that you feel grateful for, but then spend a few minutes pinpointing the specific sources in a few sentences for each. So <clears throat> sorry, you could say you know I feel grateful for my bed, but then start to dig deeper like you know, because it's just the right amount of firm and it feels awesome when my body lies on it. Um, plus it allows me to get to a deep and restorative sleep which allows me to feel more alert during the day. So you can yeah. start to like go down and follow that train of thought and, and it creates like all these extra moments of gratitude like, oh, fuck yeah, I've got more energy or I feel better like when I wake yeah. up in the morning or, you know, me and my partner can share this bed or it didn't cost us too much. So you start to think about those things as well. Yeah,
0: I feel grateful for my bed because I get to handball half a dozen pillows off the bed <laughs> <laughs> and practice my footy. Sometimes pillows well, in the way, the <laughs> yeah. pillows, and it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> she loves a pillow. <laughs> um, um, and the last one that I've got here as an example um, is you can write a gratitude letter or an email to a friend, family member, or, you know, someone from work or something. But just think of someone who's done something important for you in the past or like who you never properly thanked. Um, but in that letter, just be specific about what that person did. It could just be a long text message, but, you know, or a thank you card. Or something like people just like to be thanked and appreciated and seen, you know what I mean? And you writing something out of the blue, even if it was a long text or a voice message over the phone or a letter, if you want to go help old school or an email and just, you know, go know, I really appreciate the way you helped me back in, you know, March of last year when you did this, this and this. I've been thinking about it ever since and realized I never really like, you know, thanked you for it. And, you know, I'm really grateful for you.
0: So it's kind of like I'm just going to have a go at summarizing our whole chat just now. Mm even though you're the expert, whatever you focus on, you kind
1: of get more of. Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually a part of your brain called the reticular activating system, which is like, it only lets in specific information at any one time. Otherwise you get overwhelmed and your brain would melt. Mm. Um, But you can think about that reticular activating system as like a VIP list, um, which lets (laughs) certain things into the best nightclub in town, which is your brain. (laughs) and (laughs) and (laughs) Because you don't want the the nightclub to get overloaded. Um, But you can put, things on that VIP list. Your name is always on it. That's why you can hear your name in the middle of the shops. Like someone calls you out and you like turn around like, oh, I've heard that. Or like danger, like smell of smoke, like things like that can always be like put right to the front of the queue. The more you think about positive things, positive thinking, the more optimistic you are, the more you practice seeing the glasses half full, um, the more hopeful you are The more gratitude you express, you know, writing it down, saying it aloud, the more you do it day in and day out, the higher those things go on your VIP list. And it's easier for you to spot those things in your environment. So I think I did this um, last season, but the red car, you know, imagine a red car, think about a red car, how many doors has it got, picture that red car, keep talking about the red car, red car, red car, red car, and you keep thinking about it. I guarantee if you drive out in the street today, you'll see a red car like within the first five minutes. It's like when you go to buy a new car and you're thinking about that RAV4, that RAV4, and all of a sudden you're seeing RAV4s everywhere because you've put something higher on your VIP list. It's the same thing with gratitude and positive thinking. If you develop that attitude of gratitude, you develop your positive thinking, you practice, 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 it gets easier over time. Just like going to the gym. It fucking sucks (laughs) in those first few weeks or a couple months. And the more you go and you're like, I actually know what I'm doing or I can use my body in this way, the better it is. So to recap, mental health, episode four, chat, what do we need to be doing? You gotta stop being on autopilot. You've gotta check in with yourself. You have gotta stay checked in. You gotta start thinking about what you're thinking about. Like fucking start thinking about what you're thinking about. And you gotta crush those ants with positivity, reframing, humor, gratitude, just shifting your perspective. And just start becoming an absolute gratitude monster. So there's lots of little things you can take away from today's episode. Um lot of lots of little things you can work on. But if you were just to take one thing, if you just started to practice gratitude, it would take away probably half of your mental health issues.
0: Damn it. No. <laughs> I don't want to do
1: that. <laughs> wrong wrong ant. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wrong <aunt. laughs> Imagine finishing the mental health chat on that. <laughs> the answer in the, I know. In, in the mixer. Oh, no.
1: uh, I need this for my coaching sessions. These are sound effects.
0: Christian, time to get into the kitchen. Uh, last week, I cooked chili lime chicken strips. Mm-hmm. How'd they go? Um, pretty good. It reminded me um, – we spoke about it last week as well. Uh, it's kind of like the little homemade popcorn chicken yes. bits. Yeah, uh, Very similar, if not almost the same.
1: Yeah, a bit of a variation. Obviously, the different flours in there. In the, the popcorn chickens, we got tapioca and coconut. In the chili limes, you've got uh, almond flour instead yep. of the tapioca. And obviously, the chili flakes, you've got the lime in there and a couple other um, herbs and spices.
0: Yeah. Um, so – Pros ninety eight percent of the chicken strips were fully cooked. <laughs> User error. Yeah, <laughs> the last batch I was a little bit rushed because I was I'd been in the kitchen for far too long, dicking around, and i um, ready to go. <laughs> and I like uh, this I medium hungry. rare. I was really hungry, and I went to put it into my uh, little uh, taco wrap thing, and um, I was like, was "That's a bit soft." It a <laughs> bit soft. <laughs> 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 opened it up, yeah, bright pink,
1: like bright. <laughs> So it wasn't even just a touch.
0: Not even. So I don't know if that was stuck on the outside of the pan or something. I just forgot about it. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so that was
1: the pro, the con, I uh, forgot the lime. <laughs> One of the main ingredients yeah. <laughs> is listeners at home, make sure you got a lime because that just gives it that kick. It needs. Yep. That, that big difference, I think. 100%. Uh,
0: very good. It's... um. Got to be patient because there's a few steps. Um, We've been cooking stuff that you literally just chop up, throw in a pot, Mm. stir it, cook it. Mm. Bob's your uncle. Um, You've got to, you know, cut the chicken up into strips, dredge it in egg, throw it in the flour, spice mix, and then into the... Into the pan, so you've got and to be, be patient there while you're with it. cooking it as well. Kind of Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Correct. Um, don't empty the dishwasher like I did, because <laughs> <laughs> you'll either o- way overcook them or way undercook them <laughs> if you empty that dishwasher super speedy. Um, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, also, you've got to think about what you're having the chicken strips with. So yeah. we opted for uh, uh, chicken wraps, basically. Yeah. So So found a um, like a Korean uh, crunchy Korean slaw mix. Um, yeah. From nice the supermarket. Um, next time I do it, I need to find like a dressing that's not from the supermarket, like okay. make my own because yeah. uh, that would take it to the next level, bit healthier because mm. um, it's like the chicken strips, super healthy, uh, whole grain uh, – Whole grain or whole meal wraps that we used, mm-hmm. um, tick. Um, so yeah, just the mayonnaise that we used with the the slaw, yeah, okay, could have been better. Um, yeah, still delicious. Some some
1: low some low calorie kind of like options you could do is mustard, hot mustard is great. Mm. Um, Chilli sauce, Frank's Frank's hot sauce is, is a yeah. great one as well. Both low calorie. You can make your own kind of salad dressings with a little bit of extra virgin olive oil, lemon, and apple cider vinegar. Just gives it like a nice little tangy kick and makes it a little bit moist. Um, but I think you you know you hit the nail on the head. And yeah, deciding what the chicken's going to go with, we like. Chicken. Um, tonight, we're actually cooking the exact ones that you've just done or close enough anyway with our almond um, flour and stuff like that. And we like to put them in lettuce cups. So you just like get the oh, cost smart. lettuce leaves, shove yeah. it in there, you know, all the salad mix on top of that and I'll, I'll sla- uh, slam some hot sauce in top as well. Yeah,
0: yum. Uh, okay, so yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Um, and, you know, it's like because you're in the kitchen for, I wouldn't say a while, but, you know, you're in there for a, for a mm. little bit. Um, just cook more because... That effort pays off. You yeah, know, you'll get you have little delicious little chicken strippy
1: boys and girls
0: for, for <laughs> nights to come. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes, yeah, it's unreal. That's uh, what I'm having tonight. Yeah. So, nice. Well, speaking of
1: salmonella, the tonight's uh, <laughs> today's recipe. Today-
0: <laughs> oh, you hang on. Try to.
1: <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get the hang of it, buddy. Yeah. week. Uh, today's recipe is, and I have to shout out David because um, he is the one that pointed me towards this recipe, and he always gets pissed off when I post this and I don't give him don't give him the clout. <laughs> so my younger brother David, um, orange and maple glazed salmon. So it's a variation um, on this uh, recipe that he showed me, but orange maple glazed salmon. If you don't like seafood, don't fret. It's not like a real salmon's like a not really a fishy kind of fish anyway. But this orange and maple glaze just takes out all that anyway. It just tastes like a nice kind of sticky, Asian-y, kind of like sweet fish. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I've never had salmon in my life. <sighs> good going to start on with, start off with? Pray for me. Pray for um, me. <laughs> and, you know, they say you should be eating fatty or oily fish a couple of times a week, two or three times, so that's like salmon, herring, sardines and stuff like that. Yep. It's great for all those fish, fishy oils and that. So if you're not eating um, enough salmon, it's a good way to kind of get back into the kitchen and get some salmon in you. Well, Chloe loves salmon, so she's going to be
0: very, very excited um, to try this. Uh, and I am hesitant, but because um, it. I've got, I've, I have to do it. <laughs>
1: I have to no do backing this. out now.
0: What a knife's edge for next week. <laughs> yeah. Did he yeah. or didn't he? <laughs> eat the salmon?
1: This one you can eat slightly undercooked, unlike the chicken. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. <laughs> if you wanted to, that bodes well for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, that's enough silliness for today. Uh, That's all we've got time for on the Busy Blokes podcast. It's your one-stop shop for all your health hacks, tips and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier and happier. Thank you to the team at Digital Loop Australia for having us. Uh, Their podcast studio is going to be open to everybody in April 2023. If you're a content creator or a freelancer, make sure you get in touch with the legends down here at Digital Loop Australia. You can check them out on their social pipes as well at Digital Loop Australia. You guessed it. Uh, Thank you to Damo for your audio wizardry. I didn't forget you
1: for two weeks in a row. (laughs) Go me. Uh, Christian, we'll check in next week for... The midway check-in. Uh, we'll see oh. how Bato's struggling and what he's doing well. We'll see how I'm struggling, what I'm doing well with since the start of the year and what we can start fine-tuning uh, to make sure we're reaching those next levels. Next levels. There's going to be a lot of cool little tippies in there for anyone who's uh, you know start trying to take their health to the next level, so make sure you don't miss that. Uh, make sure you check me out on Instagram at health coach, health coach Christian, and make sure you check out the, the podcast page at Busy Blokes Podcast as well. And we'll catch you then. Love you, Dad.